Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. But right now, to continue with our primary uh, discussion, we have from politicsandstuff.com, Ken Cruley. Ken, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Uh, Ken, it's uh, one of those primary seasons, an odd number year. It kind of creeps up on people, just like the election in an odd number year. Um, and you know, forget so much about it, but it is coming up on Tuesday. First question, of all the primaries that are going on with the legislature uh, and with the Common Council, what would you say is the one that uh, is you've got your eye on? Well, I'm uh, particularly following the uh, 10th legislative county legislative district uh, uh, because it's a campaign that sort of transcends the uh, candidates who are working very hard, both of them. Uh, but it really uh, extends into a, a fight, a very serious fight between the Republican and Conservative Party leaderships. And so uh, that the outcome of that uh, is going to be a very interesting development for for uh, time beyond the, the primary itself. And that was a fight that almost got Chrissy Casilio to not be uh, endorsed by the Conservative Party. That's correct. That's correct. At, at the end, uh, uh, Ralph Rigo, the Conservative chairman, uh, did uh, give in and, and support Casilio, but uh, yet that was hanging in the balance for a while. Now, you look at that District 10 election, and on your website, looking at the financials, um, the current legislator, Jim uh, Malzuski, has raised more money. When you look at a primary, how much does that actually play in on Tuesday? Well, those numbers don't tell me a whole lot, frankly, because uh, what's going on is that uh, money has been funneled from uh, Lindsay Larigo's husband's former uh, county legislative uh, committee to uh, the Conservative Party, which was then uh, sending the money from the local Conservative Party to the state party uh, to fund uh, air mailings for uh, Ms. Larigo. Uh, and we're talking about uh, tens of thousands of dollars, $50,000 or more. Uh, so what's been reported officially from the individual campaigns is just a, a drop in the bucket, frankly, uh, in terms of what's being spent. Uh, I think that when all is said and done and when all the uh, numbers come out from local and state spending on this race, we're probably talking one hundred fifty to $200,000 combined for the two candidates, which is an extraordinary amount of money for a uh, Erie County legislative seat. Oh, for sure. Um, now, also looking at primary day, I thought this was interesting, but maybe this is just me not being as in tune when it comes to primary ballots. They're both running against each other in both the Republican and conservative primary. Is that regular? And how important is that conservative line for a Republican candidate? 
Uh, well, traditionally, uh, the conservative line has helped Republican candidates uh, in Erie County. Uh, the uh, uh, it is not a, a usual situation, Joe, as you point out, uh, because usually it's just a primary uh, in one party or the other. Uh, but because of the quirks in the state election law that have been put into place, it's possible for someone to reaffiliate uh, temporarily to enter, par- enter a party primary and then to uh, uh, perhaps revert back to their original party when it's all over with. It's happened with both of those candidates. Uh, uh, Jim Maljuski uh, was a registered Republican who became a conservative so he could run in the conservative primary. Uh, Lindsay Larigo was a conservative who registered as a Republican to run in the Republican primary. Uh, it's uh, frankly, it, it's a new development. I don't think it's a particularly good development in, in politics, but it is what it is right now. In that district, uh, if the primaries are split, does that help the Democrat in November? Well, conceivably it does. Uh, but at the moment, uh, the Democrats have not uh, been very active in that race. Uh, it could change if there's uh, basically a rerun between Larigo and Maljewski in November. Um, but uh, I, I, I think that it still probably would favor one or the other of them because of the district's uh, Republican lean. And so I, I expect that that uh, it would not be a change in party affiliation once the uh, the election was over. But uh, the, in, the interesting thing would be uh, doing a rerun of the whole campaign. Uh, both campaigns are, are exhausting a lot of funds, whether they have the, the fight in them and the money in them to uh, to run again for another uh, four or five months uh, remains to be seen. Uh, it's possible one of them will win both primaries and that'll end the thing, uh, but it's also conceivable that they'll split it. Looking at the Common Council uh, primaries, also taking place on Tuesday, obviously there is focused on two uh, that the incumbents are not running. Uh, one is the council president, um, Pastor Darius Pridgen. He is um, stepping down, and you've got a lot of people in this race, Ken. Uh, is there a front runner going into Tuesday? Uh, I don't know that there's a front runner. Uh, it's a very competitive race. Um, we have some different dynamics here. Uh, we have there's four candidates altogether. Uh, there's Matt Deering, who formerly worked for Assemblyman Pat Burke, who was involved with Matt, uh, Nate McMurray's campaigns. Uh, he's uh, running a very aggressive campaign. Has as of uh, the, uh, the last reporting period only had fourteen thousand uh, dollars raised. Uh, then there is uh, Leah Halton Pope, who uh, works for uh, Assembly Majority Leader Crystal Peoples. She has the support of Ms. Peoples, uh, and also. Uh, uh, she has the support of Mayor Brown uh, I, and others, so she's a very strong candidate, but she's raised uh, uh, $66,000 plus. Uh, so uh, if money is a determinant, then she uh, she's going to have a, a strong showing. There are two other candidates, uh, Cedric Holloway, who is uh, a, a cousin of uh, county legislator uh, and uh, chairwoman April Baskin. Uh, he's uh, working very hard. And then there's a fourth candidate. Uh, Eamon Eddie uh, Igru, who uh, don't know a whole lot about, uh, he didn't uh, file financial reports, which is, I believe, a violation of the campaign laws, but uh, he's not likely to be a, a factor in this. I would think that the uh, the first three, uh, Deering, uh, Halton Pope, and Holloway, will be the uh, the main contenders. Uh, the And then it will be a little bit of a, 
power struggle uh, I mean, in terms of uh, uh, the assemblywoman and the mayor and others uh, showing that they can help carry somebody to victory in the council. Is this the same Eddie Eager that ran against Congressman Higgins? And many other races over the years, yes. Okay. Um, now, there's going into November. I know Matt Deering has the Working Families um, line in November, so there will be a choice I mean, if, if someone else, there will be candidates in November as well on this race, right? There, there will be, um, and it, uh, there, there will also be a, uh, an independent candidate, uh, Michael Chapman, who uh, is the pastor at St. John Baptist Church, uh, is uh, planning to run as an independent. So there will be some contest in November, but going into to, to November, uh, the, uh, the Democratic candidate winner will probably be the odds-on candidate for, uh, for election. And in the Maston districts where Ulysses Wingo is stepping down, you have Zanetta Everhart and India Walton. Any uh, favorites going into Tuesday on this one? Well, that's, that's a tough one. They're both very strong candidates. Uh, uh, Ms. Everhart has raised uh, more than twice as much money as uh, India Walton. Uh, India Walton, though, uh, uh, comes off a mayoral primary for mayor uh, uh, in 2021 where she ran very well, won the primary, and so they know how to win primaries. Uh, so I, I, I think that's going to be a very competitive thing. Once again, uh, Ms. Everhart has some powerful uh, support behind her. She has the endorsement of the Erie County Democratic Committee. Uh, she has uh, uh, Mayor Brown, uh, Senator Kennedy. Uh, so uh, those, those are important factors. Um, in all of these races, uh, a lot is going to depend on Turnout. I, I think turnout generally in all these primaries scattered around the county is going to be very, very low, maybe 10 to 15 percent of party enrollment. And so whoever can get out their votes uh, will have the best chance. And that's where maybe Walton's uh, organizational skills in terms of the primary stuff will uh, help her uh, you know, remain competitive with, uh, with uh, Everhart. You would think after um, Mayor Brown's uh, primary loss last time, you know, people would spend a little more, uh, put a little more attention and maybe a little more focus into these primaries. Well, I'd like to think so. Uh, and uh, I, I think that that's going to help. But uh, except uh, there, there's not just a there's not a groundswell. There's not an, an overriding issue that seems to dominate any of these legislative things. It seems to be more of a uh uh, power struggle among uh, various office holders and, and the, the candidates they're supporting. And so whether that really leads to a, a bigger turnout or not, I, I, I wouldn't bet on that yet. You know, it, it is interesting. India Walton had a lot of support going into the main election after winning the primary um, back when she ran for mayor. Uh, but now a lot of that support is with Zanetta Everhart. Is there a reason for that? Uh, well, I think that they, uh, they're not fond of some of the issues that, uh, the positions that uh, India Walton took in that mayoral campaign. Uh, and in this council campaign, uh, both candidates seem to be emphasizing housing issues. Uh, they haven't wandered too far from that. And uh, I, but I, I think that the, uh, the folks that supported Mayor Brown and the, uh, the write-in uh, developers and other uh, people who can write big checks uh, have gravitated to, uh, to Everhart because they see her as per, perhaps the, uh, the candidate most uh, inclined to their interest. Uh, and that explains why she's raised, uh, as of uh, two weeks ago, uh, $72,000, which is an extraordinary amount of money for a county uh, or city uh, council race.
looking at the other um, council races and the incumbents, any incumbent that you think might be in trouble going into primary day? I think that they're all in uh, a strong position. Uh, Brian uh, Bowman and Lovejoy, uh, Joe Golombek in North District, and uh, Rashid Wyatt in University. However, in all of these uh, races, uh, there's strong opposition, uh, working very hard, and, and they've raised a, a decent amount of money. Uh, uh, the uh, candidate running against uh, Bowman has raised uh, $26,000 so far, uh, uh, pretty good for a council candidate. Uh, the, uh, the lady, uh, uh, Eve Sheffens, who is running against uh, Golombek, uh, has raised uh, about $21,000. And, and Catherine Franco, who is running against uh, Wyatt, has raised uh, $18,000. So th- th- those are uh, respectable numbers for a uh, a non-incumbent legislator, and they think that they uh, they show that the the candidates have some support. Uh, again, uh, not to belabor the point, but it depends on turnout. Uh, uh, it's uh, how who can round up uh, the uh, right number of votes. Uh, and you look a little bit at the history. We talk about the the mayoral campaign in uh, 2021, uh, Joe, and in the Lovejoy district, uh, there were only 1,400 votes cast in that primary. In the uh, uh, North District, there were only 1,300 votes cast in the in the district. So uh, I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot more than that. And so we're literally talking about uh, a candidate who can collect uh, a few hundred uh, supporters and get them to the polls can win an election. So uh, it, the the low turnout uh, is the wild card in all of these races, and and uh, who can get the, the their friends and uh, supporters out are the people who are going to win. Looking at November after the primary, any of these districts, we talked about Ellicott, uh, the Ellicott district and who will be on the ballot in November. Are there uh, Republican or independent challengers in Lovejoy, Maston, North District and University? Uh, not uh, Republican or in the, uh, independent. There, there is uh, in the, uh, the Love, in the uh, North District, uh, uh, Eve Shippens uh, does have the, uh, the working families endorsement, so she'll be on the ballot. And same with uh, Catherine Franco, who is uh, challenging Wyatt in the Democratic primary. She has the working families uh, line, and so she'll be on the ballot in November. Again, it, it gets to be uh, hard to win on a minor party line um, in a strong Democratic district or city. Uh, but it's it's been done before, and uh, it, it depends on wh- whether they could hold a campaign together uh, if they wind up losing the primary. Now, after all this is settled, uh, Darius Pridgen will leave. He is the council president now. Will there, there then be a, a vote for that? Is there a leading candidate who will be the next president of the council? Uh, well, I don't know that there's a leading candidate. There are candidates I'm hearing. Uh, I hear that uh, Mitch uh, Nowakowski, who represents uh, Fillmore District, uh, uh, Chris Scanlon, who represents South District, are interested in being council president. Uh, it might be if... if uh, uh, Miss uh, Halton uh, Pope or or Miss Everhart win their primaries. Uh, perhaps they might uh, pursue the uh, the presidency. Uh, so uh, I I think that potentially could be a wide open uh, thing. And the council president is elected, of course, by the the members of the council. So we really wouldn't know the answer to all of that until January. We might get some uh, ability to read the tea leaves a bit, uh, depending on how these primaries come out. Ken, we always appreciate the work you do and your insight. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.